The Mind Aware, 393. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. just go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, hello, Dana Wild here, and welcome to the show. Hey, if you're working the quote-unquote day job, would you like to leave? Okay, that's kind of a silly question, right? Because you know what? If you're listening to this show, you're an entrepreneur, and you know what the kind of basic premise of entrepreneurs is? We are unemployable. <laughs> that's the truth. We can stay for a while, but we have that longing and that urge to go out and do our own thing. And so maybe you've started the side business or the side hustle, as they call it. Maybe you're starting to build. Maybe it's getting better and better, but it looks like a long road. And you're wondering, like, when can I ever replace this full-time income? When can I ever get to the point where I can do my real passion, my business, my home business full-time? Well, you're in luck because I am here with Christine McCallum. And she is the author of the Income Replacement Formula. Yeah, there it is. Go, Christine. You know, she's the founder over at Life with Passion, and she's a business mentor. She works one-on-one with people, helps them get out of their current situation, move into their passions, move into what they love, either individually or in groups or through courses, all that good stuff. Christine, I'm so excited to have you here because I know this is like a hot topic, right? I mean, people feel stuck. Why is it that people feel stuck? What's the obstacle, the barrier to leaving the day job? It's such a great question because I think it comes down to one simple thing and you and I could talk about this all day. Um, Fear. Fear. Yeah. It's a mindset issue. Normally we think that it's something else. We tell ourselves, well, I don't have a clear plan and certainly that's important. But ultimately what what the truth is, is that it's fear. Because if we had the clear plan, we think we, well, we just go do it already. But you can get a clear plan, right? You can make yourself a clear plan. Are you able to execute on it? You need both, right? And ultimately, for high achievers, which I believe most entrepreneurs are, um, the taking action usually isn't the problem, until we get to a point where we're scared. So we start procrastinating or being a perfectionist about something or not offering our services, not taking that simple daily action. It all comes from a place of fear and feeling overwhelmed. You're so right that we could literally spend the rest of the show just talking about fear because fear comes in so many versions. Like the fear is that voice or that story that says, yeah, but what if? What if I can't pay or how will I? pay for health insurance or what if I can't meet the demands that my family needs or my kids need something or what if I start getting going and it all goes away I mean I can feel even just saying those sentences I can feel the fear in my body 
thinking those thoughts and asking those questions, how powerful of an impact that has on your body. It's a stopper and it does put you in. So how do you tame those demons? What do you do to quiet those demons and actually start being able to take some steps forward? So I think that that is the ultimate work. I think, which is why what you do and train your brain, you is so important because it is a daily process. It's a daily um, showing up for mindset work, actually being a business building task instead of, oh, no, I'll shove that aside. I need a better website or I need a whatever. Right. Like, because what I love to say is when the mindset is strong, the strategy is simple. Wow, that's a good right? phrase. I totally oh, like that you. phrase. It's so good. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I like your book and I like the work that you do with people because you get it that it is a one-two thing. Get your mindset right and then implement the strategies that you have for leaving. So when you're helping people who are working through fear, I know one of the things that I really like that you do is a confidence resume. And could you talk a little bit about that confidence resume? Because I think that's something everybody could literally do today if they wanted to. Yes. Yep. And I outline this in the book, but a confidence resume is basically creating a list of the reasons why you're already qualified to do this thing, why you've already had the experience You've already accomplished a lot of things. You've already survived a lot of things and you're still here, right? And so that gives looking at a list of these things that you've accomplished in your life on paper really gives you the ability to tell your fear, hey, listen, actually, I've already done things that are way harder than this. So thank you for trying to keep me safe, but I've got this. That's a really good point. You know, it is. It's like if you look back on it, you're like, okay, there were other times that I didn't feel like I could do something and I figured it out. I think sometimes people think being an entrepreneur, it's kind of a mystery and a puzzle to solve. And in a way it is, but so is everything in life. You know, everything in life is kind of a mystery until you know how to do it. And then once you start putting the pieces in place, and so it feels to me almost like there's got to be a way to keep hope alive because this is really about being more hopeful instead of wanting it right now and being upset that you don't have it right now. It's how to keep that flame of hope alive so that you know it's coming. Do you know what I mean, Christine? That's not even a question, but I just think you know where I'm going with that. Yes, I agree with you. And celebrating the wins, however small you tell yourself that they are in this moment, right? I mean, really training yourself to enjoy the journey because ultimately getting to whatever, six figures, quitting your job, or even just knowing you never have to go back, you are now unemployable, because sometimes you're already out, you've already quit, you've made the leap, and now you're freaking out thinking you might have to go back, right? So this conversation is applicable to you too. But celebrating that every milestone along the way, no matter how small you might tell yourself on the way to six figures, on the way to multiple six figures, whatever it is, seven figures, is a big deal because that's 99% of being an entrepreneur, not the minute you hit that far off milestone, because then you'll have another milestone. That's just the journey, right? Yeah. So I, going, have to repeat, oh I have to repeat the phrase you use because it's so good. Training yourself to enjoy the journey because that's what it is. Nobody enjoys the journey. <laughs> so you have to like train yourself to enjoy it and enjoy yeah. the process, right? Like, I get to better myself every day. Wow, how great is that? Or like, I was talking to a client yesterday who was basically having a meltdown. And I said, this is good. 
because now we can move through it. So you don't have to keep butting up against this point, having a meltdown and letting it hold you back. Right. Let's process through it. There's a reason you're freaking out right now. And then you don't have to keep doing it about the same thing. Yes. Yes. So it's not acting from fear. It's about releasing the fear and about feeling good and getting hopeful and being happy so that you're acting from a place of hope and relief, like breaking through the other side and relief rather than acting from a place of panic and fear and making poor decisions with a brain that's shut down. So all good stuff. Let me ask you a a quick question then. So let's say somebody is getting pretty good at this where they're like, okay, I'm hopeful. I wish I could put it on fast forward a little bit, but I'm I'm hopeful and I'm trusting that this can be done. Sometimes I do the math and it freaks me out a little bit, but I, I know enough to focus on what I want and to focus on the positives and all of that. At that point, and they're in their job, is there anything they can practically do to prepare for that first step to leave? How do you know when the right time is and what kinds of things should you have in place before you actually do it? Is there a list of like, make sure you got this stuff? Yeah, you know, honestly, it's different for everyone. And every business is different. Every revenue model is different. Every life situation is different. So there's not a well, here's the exact template for knowing exactly when to leave because ultimately, like, your intuition has to play a big part in this. The first step in replacing your income is just deciding that you're going to and stop asking the what ifs or what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? What if this changes? Whatever. Because ultimately, like, I believe that it's a myth that a job is secure. I believe that entrepreneurs, we make our own security, right? And like, that's just a societal frame that having a job is a safe bet because when you are responsible for your own destiny, ultimately not someone in, you know, a boardroom or whatever, and you own that, like that's deciding and taking control for your own destiny and being responsible for your own life. Preach, 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 because you are just spot on, girlfriend. And I love what you just said. It's a myth that having a job is secure. And so let's name that and let's face that. And I want to reiterate, step one is deciding. You know, the power of a decision cannot be underestimated. Being able to say, like, that's it. And, in fact, I've heard it means, like, you've cut off your other choices. It has to do with slicing, right? So when you decide what you're really telling your brain and what you're really telling your spirit is, like, I'm doing this. This is it. This is my only path. This is my only option. And this is happening. And when you have the power of that, feel how much more powerful that is than, oh, I wonder if I can do this. I mean, there's no power in that wonder if when you decide it and you do it. So make the decision that you're going to do it. So now you've decided and you believe it's possible and you're getting your mindset on board and you're curbing and quieting your fear and moving on. Any other piece that you would say, like, this is the next kind of logical thing to do? Yeah, so deciding is number one. Starting to do the mindset work is step number two, which we've already covered in detail, right? And then step number three is niching. Because everything else that you do, if your business isn't working the way that you want or you're just starting a business, everything else that you do flows out of having a niche that you're very, very clear on. It's where I see people get stuck all the time, overwhelmed, not talking to 
anyone because they think they're trying to talk to everyone. You know, you don't know what to offer. You don't know how to sell. You don't know where to sell. You don't know um, what strategies are best if you don't know your niche. Oh, my gosh. You are so spot on here. And frankly, I think you could look at almost any business that's not doing well or not making money. And that tip you just gave right now, that's what the problem is. That's what the issue is. Because if you are niching, so definition for those of you that are kind of new to the entrepreneurial world, to pick a niche is to decide that you have a solution that it may work for everybody, but you're going to choose to market it to one specific kind of a person. So train your brain is a good example of that, right? You can train your brain for weight loss. You can train your brain for parenting. You can train your brain for relationships. You can train your brain for all sorts of things. You can improve your golf game. <laughs> but I had to make a decision like, okay, I'm going to teach people how to train their brain to grow their business faster. And every part of your body wants to say like, oh, no, but you could also use it for all this stuff. But nobody would hear it. Nobody would hear it if you do that. You have to be able to speak to people in a way, first of all, that you know their problems clearly, and second of all, that they see you and they can hear you. So give me an example maybe of a place and maybe a client you worked with where they had a niche and they were able to tweak it and hone it down to something else and it worked, or maybe you did it for yourself. I know I did it for myself, and it was such a, it, it literally, as far as practical advice goes, there's no better practical advice than this. It's so true. And I, I think the example that you gave is very powerful. Um, I think that there's so much resistance around it because we're afraid to leave anyone out. But I think a really powerful question for me when I was sorting through this and struggling with this was, who do I take a stand for? Right? Because mm -hmm. I think as entrepreneurs, right, we're help, we're helpers by nature. A lot of the time we want to help. We want to make a big difference in the world. So how do you hone in on that? And I realized that for me, it was the person who was really, they knew they were meant for more than a full-time job and they could not see the path out, right? So often, this is so true for most of my clients as well, it's the person that you were a few years ago or maybe even six months ago, right, that you now have the solution for. I didn't have someone to help me get out of my job, so it took me five years, you know, and my clients get out in a matter of months. Because they have the clear plan, the support, the accountability, the things that I didn't have, right? And so that's who I'm passionate about helping. That's who I want to show up and um, be that person for those people in the world. And I think asking yourself, who do you take a stand for? Maybe one of the easiest ways to figure out your I, niche. I was just going to repeat that question because it's so good. And and first of all, the, you had such a hidden nugget in there that I couldn't agree with more that often your ideal client is you three or five years ago. Whatever you were struggling with now, you can help people through. And the reason I like this, who do you take a stand for so much is I had an uh, opportunity recently. I was working with a group and they brought something to my attention that you alluded to there where they said, we don't want to leave anyone out. But she added the words, especially as women, we are trained where we don't want to leave anyone out. We want to take care. And maybe men are too. I can't speak to men's experience. The reframe of that to now ask the question, instead of thinking you're leaving other people out, think of who are you fighting for? Who do you stand for? Whose champion are you that you can help them move from where you were to where you are now? I mean, that's such a more exciting, clear way to walk in the world. And I, I love the way you phrase things, Christine. So good. Oh, my gosh. I'm just enjoying this so much. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. 
First of all, I know you're all wondering, like, how can I learn more about Christine? Where can I hook up with her? Because she's so awesome. Here's where you go. And she's even going to give you a free chapter in her book. Go to lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter. Lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter. We're talking to Christine McAllister. She is the author of the Income Replacement Formula. Because you know what? You can get out of that day job. We're going to sit here and talk now and get some questions and get some feedback from our Facebook peeps because we are live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. If you want to come down and be part of the conversation, just go to DanaWild.com slash update and that will tell you how to make sure that you're here live with us too in the studio room. (laughs) This is it. This is our virtual studio. In the meantime, I will be back in just three minutes with more questions for Christine about how to practically do that. How do you get out and, as she says, stay out. Be right back. Do you know who's coming up on the Mind Aware show this week? No? Well, you would if you were getting Dana's weekly email with this week's upcoming guests. If you'd like to be in the know, then just text 44222 with the word Mind Aware. That's all one word with no spaces. That's 44222-MIND-AWARE. All one word, M-I-N-D-A-W-A-R-E. And we'll give you the heads up about who's coming up on the show. Never miss another episode, celebrity guest, or Dana Rance episode. Maybe she's talking about your favorite topic. Just text 44222 with the word MIND-AWARE, and you'll always be in the loop. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. I'm your host, Dana Wild, and we are having an awesome chat with Christine McAllister from Life with Passion. She is the author of the Income Replacement Formula. And, you know, why don't you go grab a free chapter of her book, which is at lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter, lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter. Head on over and check her out and get connected with her because I'll tell you something about Christine. A lot of people can teach you how to leave your day job, but they leave out something really, really important. Nearly all, if not all of them. I don't know anybody else who's doing this, Christine, straight up. And that is they leave out the mindset piece. You know, you can have all the strategies in the world, but unless you understand mindset and thinking in your own head and deciding and believing in yourself and doing that day-to-day work that's just as important as building a funnel or uh, developing a tribe or running Facebook ads or any of that stuff that people tell you to do. I mean, you're not going to find a lot of people that really get this at the level that Christine gets it. So definitely connect with her, lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter. She's been giving us the step-by-step formula for leaving your day job and in her book are the full seven steps so you've got everything you need to know to leave that job I'm thinking Christine I'm wondering you know with regards to the last one we left off with was niching and being able to to pick an audience you're talking with Um, is there anything else you think we missed on that or that you'd like to say about that I just think that you cannot overestimate the importance of it Like, this is not something to skip so that you can go figure out how to price your offer. Like, you will not sell. (laughs) And this 
simple, simple tweak can very quickly result in clients. I've seen it with my clients over and over again. Once you get clear, the, the thing that you're going for is someone to come to you and say, oh my gosh, I feel like you're reading my mind or I feel like you're in my head. I feel like you get me. You're my person. I want to work with you. Well, you know, Christine, I, I often use the example of the social media expert, because if you throw a stone, you can pretty much hit a social media expert, right? Yeah. There's so many of them out there teaching Facebook skills and this and that. And I say, what if you called yourself? And I know right now in our live studio audience, we've got horse trainers. We've got people who sell jewelry. We've got uh, people who are in health and wellness industry. Well, what if you saw somebody that said, Social media expert for horse trainers. Wouldn't you go like, what? You're my person. And you would follow them to the ends of the earth. And I think what happens is people get worried, like uh, they're going to shrink their audience if they do that. But what happens is you capture all of that audience. You get everybody who's a horse trainer. Do you find somebody who's a social media expert for a horse trainer, please? (laughs) Go and you get everybody. Then what happens is then you can spin out from that. Then you can, you can run additional marketing campaigns for social media experts for dog trainers. And then you can be social, you know, so it's similar to train your brain. The answer is always the same, but the way you speak about the problem is to a specific person. They hear you. You would cut through all that noise and they hear you. So it's so important. After, that you brought up pricing and it's funny but I'm amazed at the number of people that really don't know how to decide what their pricing structure should be or are not on steady ground about their offering or offering what they're worth or pay you know asking people for what they're worth do you have anything to say about that about the pricing structure or which I do I have a really quick like tip for you to make take, it really simple take as much uh, we time talk about in the book Um, But first, I want to say it's so interesting that you brought up social media expert for horse trainers, because my first business, the one that got me out of my nine to five, was a digital marketing agency specifically for this very small niche of a particular horse breed, like a horse breed and then a bloodline within the breed. No way. And I was the person for them. And that replaced my income in the first month out of my job. I ran that business. I was booked out. I never ran any ads, nothing. And there were times when I, you know, a friend was like, oh, Christine does this thing and she's really good at it. And so I would work with a client who was outside of that niche. But 90% of my clients were in that niche and were just like, here, take my money. You know what? You know what you're doing. And it was I never had to even think about advertising. So easy, right? Because you do get known. You get to be known as that the person. And it's easy. I love it. And you get to be the expert on it, too, because you're doing so much of that. You do know what their problems are and you do know how to solve them, which therefore builds your confidence. It makes it easier to talk to people when you're writing an email. You can write an email and know what you're saying. I mean, just it makes so much sense all around and it just can't be overstated. Pick that pick that person, pick that crowd that you're going to help, you know. So, yeah. and you will have more than enough business once you do. Truth, right? Absolutely. So, what yeah. about pricing? Yeah. So, pricing. So, I find that a lot of people get really hung up on, oh, I need to go research what a bunch of other people are charging. Uh, if you are in a service-based industry uh, where we're not dealing with things like inventory and margins, or you know, someone else isn't setting your own price, we're assuming these things, um, then. What I recommend that you do just to get comfortable is that you start by charging 
roughly what you're already getting paid in your nine to five or what you did get paid in your nine to five, because that's a, you have a comfort level at that rate, right? Receiving money in order uh, for providing certain services. And you can raise it once you own your confidence and have the mindset of, hey, I actually like am providing a lot more value than this, or hey, this actually does take me more hours. But the easiest way to figure that out is just for round numbers. Let's say that you make $100,000 a year, okay? And you work full time. Take the first three numbers, so take off the last three zeros, Take the first three numbers and divide that number in half. So 100 divided by two is 50. And that's your rough hourly rate. Wow. So then when you look at putting together a package, you can go, okay, I think this package is going to take me 10 hours or 20 hours to deliver times 50. That's your starting point. That's something you've already been paid uh, per hour. And you it gives you a starting point not to keep at forever, not to replace your income, you know, overnight, but to start charging and just stop thinking about it. That is so clever. I have never heard anybody ever, ever suggest that before. Yay. And it makes so much sense. Like the second I hear that, I go, why hasn't anybody suggested that before? Because it makes sense, especially when you go from you were talking about the comfort level, but for me, I'm thinking about the brain and homeostasis and all of that. Your brain has an acclimation to that amount, so charge that amount. And, you, you know, yeah. you can always raise it. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You're, you would just, I just love it, Christine. So good. I tell you, I hate to say it, but we're going to have to wrap up, but I think maybe you do you have, a, like, any parting advice. I'm thinking especially for that person who's feeling like, uh, I'm not sure if I can really do this. Is there anything you can say to people who are like wondering if it's really possible to own your own business and replace your income for your day job? Yeah, I would say it's totally normal that you're feeling that way. Everybody goes through it. It's definitely how we've been trained. I think that uh, in school we learn to we're trained to become really good employees. That's just the system. Truth. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I was a college professor, so I was part of the system. So no judgment. But that is something that you have the opportunity to learn and change your mind about just because you feel that way now doesn't mean that it's true. Again, going back to deciding right and surrounding yourself most likely online with people who are doing the same thing can really normalize it for you because it's likely that the people in your life are going to tell you that you're crazy. It happens to everyone. It doesn't mean that you are. And you need to be around people who are like, this is normal. What we're doing is normal. Having a conversation in the middle of the day in our home office is normal, right? As opposed to going into the office and commuting an hour and a half and doing all the thing and whatever. So like get around people who think it's normal Come join my Facebook group if you want to hang out in Dana's and you will start to feel like, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing that millions of people are doing. Like I can join the ranks as well. Right. I have everything it takes. Christine, that is such good advice. Everything that comes out of your mouth, I just want to go, yes, this, yes, this, do this. Because really, if you're at a day job, you might be spending four or eight hours a day with people who also actually like being at a day job and want to be at a day job. And you're feeling like, am I the only one? Why not get around some other people? What better way to support yourself and to keep that dream alive and to keep it foremost in your in front of your mind? I love it. Thank you, Christine. You're a doll. I can't wait to have you back. Thanks so much for being here 
Christine McAllister, the income replacement formula. Check her out at lifewithpassion.com slash free chapter. And thank you all for being here, too, because you get this. If you're here, you either have a a job that you want to get out of or you're a full-time entrepreneur and you want to stay out and you want to be successful and you want to keep reaching toward that next dream and that next dream and that next dream. Whatever it is, you're in the right place. Keep hanging out with those other people who are doing it. Decide that whatever it is you want, you can have it. You can have it. Tame those demons in your mind and get yourself feeling good. Keep yourself around other people who are. Make that confidence resume and remind yourself of how awesome you are. Count those wins and be brave when it comes to niching. Decide that, you know what, I'm going to start looking at it as who do I stand for and who can I champion and who can I really, really help and go out and help that person. Go out and champion that person's cause. Go out and be the expert for that person because you can and in fact you already are. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. I never learned anything while I was talking. Ready, fire, aim. Don't force it to happen. Be open to it happening. Deeply connecting with the value you bring. I'm a foodie, too. Good judgment comes from experience, and experience comes from bad judgment. Well, okay, I'll bite. Where is it that you're willing to go? Mm -hmm.